Welcome everyone. Today's Daf Yomi Shi'ur, uh, Sunday night, Parashat Pamidbar, is the Ilui Nishmat, uh, Rachel Bat Shafika Sophia, Rachel Ishai, Tien Nishmatat, Rabat Surahim, Amen. As well as the Ilui Nishmat, Rabbi David Jamal, David Bernifka, Tien Nishmatot, Rabat Surahim, Amen. Today's Daf is Daf Ayin Bet. We will begin Ayin Alf Amud Bet. Um, 16 lines from the top of the page. Amale Ravina le Ravashi. First word on the line. Says the Gemara as follows. Amale Ravina le Ravashi. Ravina asked Ravashi the following question. Now, Rabbi Yochanan Rish, before we start, you need to know that Rabbi Yochanan Rish Lakish had an argument before. And their argument was uh, centered around the following case. You have a guy with two kezayits of cheder, two kezayits of forbidden fat. And he did not, in both times, he did not know that he ate. So again, he eats the first kezayit of fat. He, you shut the phone, Elon. He yeah. eats the first kezayit of fat. And then after eating the first kezayit of fat, he's unaware that he did avera and he eats the second kezayit of fat. So there's a machloket between them. The machlok between them, how many korban, and oh, sorry, then, then he's told about the first one, and then he's told about the second kezayit. So again, eats the first kezayit, eats the second one, told about the first one, told about the second one. Machlokan says, you need two separate, since you were told twice in two separate things, you need two separate korbanot. Korban A for eating A, and Korban B for eating B. And Rish Lakish says, no. So what that you knew in between? So what they had a Yidiyah in between? He says, regardless, you only bring one Korban. Now, Ravina and Rav Ashi, who are later Amoraim, Rav Yochor Rish Lakish's first generation, Ravina and Rav Ashi are the last two generation Amoraim. They're arguing about the, clar- the clarification of the Machot. They say the following. Do we say that the argument between Yochum and Shakish is regarding if they found out about it before he made a korban, which means after he after he learned about eating a, he did not separate. He learned about it and he did not separate a korban. He didn't say. Oh, this animal Betsy will be my korban for the eating a. Because had he done that, that's not part of the machloket. And this is the machloket. The savar that one rabbi holds yidiot mechalkot, which means that Rabbi Yochanan says the fact that you knew that splits it, that splits a and b, and makes you need two korbanot because you knew in between. Umor savar haflashot mechalkot. And Rish Lakish says, no, it's not the uh, knowing that splits the korbanot, but rather when you set aside a korban that splits it. So according to Yochanan, when you do one long, uh, when you make two, eat two kezayits of chilev, and after eating two kezayits of chilev, you heard about one of them, that's enough to tell you, and then you didn't know about the other one, and then you hear about the second one separately, you need two kovanot. 
if you heard about both together, Yochanan would agree that you only bring one. And Rishnakish says, no, you, even if you heard about them separately, I heard about A and then I heard about B, you still bring one korban. When does Rishnakish agree that you give two korbanot? That's only when you set aside a korban already for number A, and then after setting aside the korban, then they told you about eating number B, and then you'll then he'll agree that you do two. That's one way to understand it. So again, Rabbi Yochan holds that the knowledges make you the knowledges make you have to split the kovanot. And the other rabbi holds no. But if you had separated the first korban, will agree to that you owe two kovanot. Or Dilma, or maybe. That's one way to understand. Or Dilma, or perhaps. They're arguing if you knew after the haplasha, which means the machlokat in Rishakish is only if you separated the korban. And this is the machlokat. More savad, Rabbi Yochanan holds haplashat machlokot. The fact that you separated a spy, a korban, that makes you have a second korban for, for eating kazayat B. Umor Savan, the other Rabbi Shlakish holds, Kaparot Machalkot, you have to bring the Korban to be Kaparot. Right? Aval, Kodim Afrasha, but before Afrasha, Modim Yochanan Shlakish, Nehel Chayav Elachat, and maybe in the case where you just knew about it, even Rabbi Yochanan will agree that you only Chayav one. Or Dilma Ben Bezu, Ben Bezu Machalkot. Or maybe either way it's Machalkot. So I put it on this chart. Hold on. I don't know if this is going to be clear. This is not a, a, a high-tech chart. You can't see it later. Is this clear? Is it backwards by you guys, by, like, like it is by me? No. You're seeing it backwards? You're seeing it forward? Forward, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. But the my thing, it looks backwards. Okay, so now, the guy eats two kazayats with one one mistake. He knows the first one, then he knows the second one. Rabbi says you owe two. Rabbi says you only owe one korban. Now, we have three ways to understand the machloket. We could understand the machloket that the machloket is before the haprasha, before he separates the korban. And it's so, Rabbi Yochanan says, yidiot, meaning his knowledge is what's, what's it, make, gives you two korbanot. And therefore, since you knew in between, you knew one, then knew two, that's why you owe two. And Rish Lakish says the haprasha, only separated korban will, will split you. And since you only knew it, but you didn't have haprasha, he owes only one. And if so, all will agree that if you if it's if it's after Afrasha, everyone will agree to have two. That's one way to understand it. Way one. Way number two is that the machlokan is after the Afrasha. Where Rabbi Yochanan is saying Afrasha is what splits it. And Rishakish is saying, no, the kapala, actually bringing the korban is what splits it. And if it had it been before the Afrasha, then everyone would agree that you only need one. Or maybe they argue about all cases. That's the third way to understand it. Okay, that's the that's the question that Ravina asked Rav Ashi. Okay? So Rav Ashi is going to answer now. Let's see back to the Gemara. Amar lay, so he told him back. First, last narrow line. Amar lay, Mistabra ben bezu uben bezu machloket. It's logical that the machloket is like three, that they argue both by hafrasha and korban and both by, by hafrasha and yidiyah, by both. Why? Because if you want to claim that they only argue before the haprasha, 
Right, but once they did have to, but once they did have flasha, everyone agrees that you owe two. Once the pasuk, when we have a pasuk of Reish beforehand we mentioned a pasuk al chatato asher al chato vehivi on your on your chatat and you bring, which sounds like you have to bring two korbanot. And we asked, Rishlakish, you say one korban, what do you do with this pasukah chatatot vehevi? Right? We asked that question before. And we said, oh, Rishlakish, he has a way to get out of that pasuk. He'll say that pasuk is a korban after the kapara. Right? It's talking about after you did the korban. Look, man, la'achara prasha. Why do we have to say so far to say talking about after you bring forth the korban? We could have said after prasha, if what you're saying is true. V'i achara prasha pligi and if we say it's talking about after the haprasha, aval kodem haprasha, modem yochanan lashtikish de enu chayav alachat. But if it was before the haprasha, then Rabbi Yochanan will agree to lashtikish that you only owe one, like like option, like option B, right? Adamukele kra. This thing said the pasuk of Rabbi Yochanan because I too mechza. He said the pasuk is talking about. A case we said this was at the end of yesterday's class where we said that guy ate a kazait and a half and then he ate another and he ate another half a zayit and that's the case of document. Look, we could have said a much simpler case. Why do I have to say a case? This interesting case of a guy who ate a kazait and a half and then he ate another half a zayit. Very simple. Just say it's talking about a case of So therefore, since we didn't do that, it must be that's option C, which is Ben Mizu, Ben Mizu is the right answer. This is what Rav Ashi is responding to Rabbi to Ravina. Ravina says back, not necessarily, not so fast. Maybe not, maybe we weren't sure. Which means, well, the reason why we said these Pesukim, when we could have said better things, is Imtim Saloma, because we weren't sure, so we wanted to cover our bases, which means the following. Imtim Saloma, Shekodama Prashap if you want to claim that they argue before Afrasha, if you're going to hate the book of the crowd, how would you be going to do Pasuk? Because I had a mechza, like because I had a mechza with that interesting case that we said yesterday. And if you want to claim that the argument is after Afrasha, which was option B, then how would Rishakish put the Pasuk? And therefore, we're just covering our bases, and we end up saying we do not know what the Machloket was about. At the end of our Gemara, if we're not sure if it's A, B, or C, are they arguing lefne haflasha? Are they arguing achar haflasha? Or are they arguing in both cases? The Gemara is inconclusive. The proof that we tried to bring from the pesukim that the Gemara said that proof was knocked out, like you just said now. Okay, we're now at the two dots on the bottom of the page. This Gemara needs focus, and now that we have Eli on, I think this is going to be as clear as a bell. Ben, welcome on. For Ayn Aleph Amur Bet, bottom line. Sam, focus close. Amar Ula, Leman de Amar Asham Vadai Lobai Yidi'a Betchila. According to the opinion that Asham Vadai does not need a Yidi'a in the beginning. Now, this is something that you need to focus on. Uh, there is something called an Asham Talui and Asham Vadai. Okay? Asham Talui. When a guy does an Avera, it's Kayav and Asham. Okay? So he brings the Asham Badai. 
if a guy does an avera that is, that if a guy is not sure if he did that avera, that chayav asham, he'll have to bring something called asham talui. Now, an asham talui is you bring asham because you might be chayav. The problem with that is that you might have to come later and bring a second korban if you ever find out that you really did it. So you got what happens? So, for example, let's say a guy has two pieces of meat in front of him. One is hektesh, and the other one is hulim. And he eats one of them, and he doesn't know which one he ate. Did he eat the hektesh one, or did he eat the hulim one? Okay. Now, if he ate the hektesh, he did meila, he has to bring the korban Hashem. If he ate the regular one, he just needs alamechia. He needs bread and pashot. That's all he needs. He's fine. Okay. So this is a guy. He ate one of the sticks. He doesn't know what he ate. What should he do? Now, according to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva holds he brings Asham Talui because he's not sure. And if he finds out afterwards that he act, he for sure ate the wrong one, then right, he has to bring a real Asham. Right, and you don't pay the extra chomish until you find out. That's Rabbi Akiva. That's the simple way. Asham Tolui is when you don't know. If you ever find out, someone someone comes and says, "Oh, you ate that one. That was the hekdesh one." Oh man, next korban, bring another korban to the Beit Hamikdash. Beautiful. Asham Vadai this time. Now, according to that is opinion A, Rabbi Akiva. Uh, Rabbi Tefon says if you find out afterwards that you ate the vadai, you don't bring Hashem vadai, because only by other averot, you have to bring a separate avera, a separate korban when you find, when you find the vadai, because there's two different korbanot, meaning the Hashem talui and the Hashem vadai are two separate types of korbanot. One's a female, one's a male. But if you're doing in this type of avera, where this type of avera both of them have the same korban. So just bring the korban and have a condition. Make the following condition. The condition you say is the following. If I really ate it, this is my Hashem Badai. And if I didn't, this is my Hashem Tzoy. And this way, either way, you're covered. So Bitafon lets you do this thing. Okay? The Machlok between Bikiva and Bitafon is whether or not, if you know, if you're not sure, can you do one korban for both? So now let's look inside. Back to Al-Gamara. Amar Ula following. Amar Asham According to the opinion that says that an Asham Vadai does not require Yidiyah B'tchila. Repeat that for though. I just told you. Who says that an Asham Vadai does not require knowledge beforehand and I can make a conditional Adam Asham Vadai like I just said in the case of the steak. If I didn't if I really ate it, this should be my Shabbatai, right? I don't need to know beforehand. Then the following thing is true. If a guy had relations five times, a Shifcha Harufa. Shifcha Harufa is a lady who uh, is a Shifcha Knanit. She's engaged to a, she's engaged to an Evid Ivri. She's only supposed to be She's supposed to marry this evidently, and a regular Jew has relations with her. And this, in this case, he had relations with her five times. Okay, uh, each time she, he should have to bring out 
an asham. This is not looking exactly what the situation is. You can look to see the Rashi's on the Pesukim, Machokin exactly, she's she's regular, but whatever the case is. Okay? According to Ula, he should only be one Asham. Why? Because the fact that he so hold on, let's just clarify it. So he's saying, according to this opinion, who says Asham Vadai, you don't need the idea before him. And you can bring one Asham if you're not sure. So if the guy makes four, five bi'ilot, and then he and he knows in be, he knows the sin in between each bi'ah, in, in the, each relation, he's only chayav one. Because so what that he knew in between? It doesn't change. Because as far as he's done, this rabbi holds. This rabbi holds that knowledge doesn't change things. Since again, since this rabbi. Rabbi Tafon, please close the door. Since Rabbi Tafon holds that you don't need to know things before you offer the Korban, right? You don't need to know if it's re- you do it for sure or not. So it's logical that knowledge is not important for Rabbi Tafon. If so, so what that in between relations? This guy knew that what he did was Asur. That shouldn't make him need five Korbanot. One Korban should cover all five relations because... You see that this rabbi holds that the oh, it doesn't make a difference. Did we get that clear? Eli? Should I do one more? No, question? I get it. It just doesn't make sense. One yeah, I'm one. lost too. No, I no, not that this is lost. One is that he did five different sins. Let me explain the answer. Rabbi Tefon, we see clearly in his opinion that the fact that you're not sure whether or not you did it for sure or not, does not mess around with your carbon. This thing that you're not sure doesn't mess around with your carbon. So if this thing that you're not sure is not messing around with your carbon, that means you don't have to have sure knowledge. The ah is not important. Knowledge for sure is not important. If so, then the fact that in this case, the guy had knowledge in between the cases, shouldn't make a difference, Ula's claiming. Now, I think Rav Nuna, is going to ask Eli's question. Matkifla Ravanuna, Ravanuna asks a question. Rabbi froze, right? It's not clear? It's a little bumpy. You froze like, froze like five seconds. Now it's bad. Let's wait a few seconds. Okay, so I'll wait a second, but I might want to call in with my phone. And that'll get me out of the problem if I could find this. Give me a second. Oh, we're good again. Are we good now? Yeah. Okay, let's try again. Matki Flaramuna Ramuna asked the question according to what you're claiming. That according to Bitafon, the guy could have five relations and only bring one korban. If so, the guy with relations once and then twice. And not only did he do it twice, he also separates the korban and says, oh, this is my korban, my two bilot. And then afterwards, and then he says, wait, wait a second for me. I'm going to go do another bilot and come and use this korban. So this time he's doing it on purpose almost, right? Why did, why did he bring two? He should have just used one. He, 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 did two, he did two relations. He could have used one according to Uba. And he didn't know. And he didn't know. Both of them, he didn't know. Uh, Those were okay. Now, he separates the korban, 
this, right? He separates the Korban. And now he says, oh, you know what? Uh, wait for me a second. I'm going to do another Bilal. And I'll come back. And I'll do the, then, I'll do, then we'll do the Korban all three. You want to claim that it's going to work? Right? According to your claim that, that knowledge makes no difference. Everybody the phone says, oh, knowledge makes no difference. So this case too? Amadeh. You're talking about the case that after you separated the Korban? I wasn't talking about the case after you separated the Korban. After you separated the Korban, I admit that he wouldn't make a difference. Okay? That's, so Ula made his claim. Rabbi Nuna asked the question of him. And Ula answered back, I wasn't talking about that case. Now, what happens? Ki Ater Abdimi, when Abdimi came to Babylon, Amar, he says, according to the book opinion, we were, Ula was talking about a case according to um, Tarfan, who holds that it doesn't make a difference. Now he's saying, according to Binyan says that Asham Vadai requires knowledge be coined, and that you cannot use the same Korban, Asham Talui, to cover your Asham Vadai. According to that opinion, Rabbi Kiva. Baal Chamesh Bilot, if a guy has five Bilot, Bishopcha Harupah with a Shopcha Harupah, Chayava Kolachan Prechan, he needs five Korbanot. He can't get away with one, he's going to need five, obviously. Good. Amal Abaye, so Abaye asked him, Hare Chatat, Baal Chatat, the Ba'in on Yidiyad, Baal Chatat on Shabbat, where you need to know beforehand what you did, Upli Gir Biochem Reshakish. And the Yochel Shkish are arguing about this case. The Yochel Shkish are arguing about Yidiyah in the case of Chatat. Not on on the, about the case of the guy eating the Chalev. They argue about the case of eating the Chalev. Right? The Yochel holds that the Yidiyah don't mess around with it. Right? And you can have only one. So you see that there's an argument about it. This argument that we have with the Shkish and the Yochelan proves that Rishna Kish holds that you can be have one even with the two idiot. So why are you saying that they wouldn't that they would be my gokit? Ishtik. Rabdimi didn't answer. Okay. So Abaya wants to answer the following thing. Maybe what you're talking about, when you said that everyone would agree, is talking about Lachar Hafrasha. That's talking about a case. <coughs> After you set aside the Korban already. Not Yidiyah. Yidiyah, that's a Machloket. But after you set aside the Korban, that's what the, that's what the Machloket is about. Could you have a like a Remnuna? Amr Le'in, yes, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Now we have the final thing of Kiatarabin. Kiatarabin, when Rabin came, Amadi said the following. Hakol Modim, everyone agrees, Bishibcha Harupa, in the case of Shibcha Harupa, which means that there's three types of cases by Shimcha Harupa. There's one type of case by Shimcha Harupa that everyone will agree that, that you need five korbanot. And there's one case that everyone will agree that you need one korban. And there's a machok in one case for the New York And he's going to clarify himself when we say that everyone agrees that you only have one, that's in the case of Ula. Okay? One second, hold on.
which we where we said before that that you could bring that according to Ruby Tarfon, who says that you could bring Hashem Badai, even if you didn't know that he did a sin, then he said that if you did five Be'ilot, you could you have on, on only one Hashem for all of them. That Ula statement, everyone agrees that it works, according to Rabbi Tarfon. Okay. And like Rabbi who said that if you separated a korban according to a korban after the after you separated the korban, you did it, everyone agrees that's not going to work. And the machloket the is according to a mekiva. So again, let's review the clarity at the end of the sugya. We're now at the end of the sugya on the bottom of the page, and let's, let's get clarity. In the some in the some case, we have the following thing: if According to Rabbi Tarfon, who says that in the case of the guy separate of the in the meat case where the guy ate the meat and he's not sure which one he ate, he says you could bring one korban, a sham talui, with a condition, and the yad doesn't make a difference. According to that opinion, everyone will agree. Both Yochanan and both Yochanan and Lakish will both agree that you only bring one korban even on five beilot. Why? Because that's going for to be Tarfon, who says his thing. Beautiful. Who says that one the Yidiyah is not important. And everyone agrees that if you separated a Korban already, that's the case I told you, Eli, before, where the guy said, here's a Korban, and wait for me for a second when I go to another one, or anytime you separate a Korban, everyone agrees that once you separate a Korban, you're going to need a separate Korban for each Bi'ilah. And the Machloket, Rabbi Yochan, Rish Lakish, comes in the dot of Rabbi Akiva. According to the Biakiba, who says that you cannot use when you ate the beet, you cannot use Hashem, the Hashem Talui for Hashem Vadai. You're going to have to make a separate Korban afterwards. Then there's whether or not you need two or one. But since he focuses on Yidiyah, and he says you always have to know, so we don't know whether Yidiyah is enough or Hafrasha is enough. And that's the Shakish, and that's the end of Al Gemara. Now we have another interesting Gemara coming up. Itmar on the bottom of the page. Itmar says the Gemara. Nitkaven la hagbiya tlush bechatach te mechabar patur. Lachtoch te tlush bechatach te mechabar. Rav Abdur Abaya Malchayav. I want to clarify what this is. Yes. Can I ask a question on the previous sugya? Okay. Yeah. So the first, the first one where they all agree is new sugya. Now the new sugya is relevant for Shabbat. I don't know if it ever happened to you guys. Sometimes you're walking down the street or you're walking in your house and you lean back against the wall and boom, you turn on the light on Shabbat. Okay? Now, we often look at that case and we say, oh, that's a case of... It's not your fault. It's not B'mezid, it's B'shogeg. Mistake. It's not even B'shogeg either. It's, that's called Mit'asek. Mit'asek, everyone agrees you don't bring a Korban. Why? Because you weren't even intentioned to do the action. You had no intention to turn on the light at all. Now, in our case that's coming up, we're going to have Machlok and Abai and Rava in a similar case. Okay? There's another case, Eli, and the case is not necessarily the same. You have two lights which is next to each other. You ever see the two lights that's right next to each other? Right? Two, two in, the, in the switch. 
and one of them is connected to nothing, and one's connected to the light bulb. Okay, and you put your hand intending to touch the light switch, that's nothing. Why? And by mistake, you turned on the one that's connected to the bulb. You're putting yourself in a position to do no matter why are you doing it. No, I just want to show you that it doesn't work. Look, see, this one doesn't work. And I hit the wrong one. Okay. okay? So there's two cases. Now, when you lean back against the light, everyone's going to agree you don't bring a korban. When you try to turn on the light switch, it doesn't work. We're going to see soon that there's a machloket. Abaye and Rava. And we'll see how it goes. So focus inside here. And we, that's, this, that's going to be the new discussion now. It's my bottom... Bottom word of Ayin Ben Amunaf. Now we're going to the top of Ayin Ben Amunaf. Nitkaven lagbiyah If a guy bends down and he intends to pick up a detached cucumber, v'chatach et mechubar. And by mistake, he picked up an attached cucumber and he cut it. Okay. Right. Patur. He's patur. Okay. Lachtoch et etalush. If you had a mind to cut, to cut, to slice a cucumber that's detached. So he has a cucumber that's detached, and he's expecting to take his knife and slice half of it off, right? And instead he slices off the attached cucumber. Again, he didn't mean to do it, but he was planning to cut. In this case, Rava Amar Patur, Amar Chayav. Now, What's the svara? Rava Amar Patur. Rava says, yeah, Patur. What do you mean? I didn't mean to cut it. I wasn't intended to cut this thing. I, I wasn't intended to cut the other one. Why should I be Chayav? Abaya Amar Chayav. You had in mind to cut. And if you had in mind to cut, then you're Chayav Korban. That's not a, that's not a mitasek according to Abaya. I'm a Rava. Rava tries to prove it, and he says the following: Mina Aminala. From where will I prove to you that you're patur? Watch, and this is going to be a very very long proof of Rava against Abaya. We're going to do part of it today and part of it tomorrow. Oh, Rava says the following: Mina Aminala. The Tanya will enter the brayta. Chomer b'Shabbat mishar melachot mitzvot. Shabbat is stricter than other mitzvot. The Chom is Shabbat, and there's something stricter about other mitzvot than this by Shabbat. How does that work? Chom is Shabbat is stricter than other mitzvot. Shabbat On Shabbat, if you do two in one, forgetting, Chayav al kol achat for every one. Okay? If you do two malachot in one forgetting, you chayav each one. Masha ain't came ashore, so by other mitzvot, you only chayav one. If you want one forgetting, you only chayav one. And the chomer shar mitzvot Shabbat and other mitzvot are stricter than Shabbat. Shabbat mitzvot shagag below mitkaven. On the other mitzvot, if you made a mistake without, if you did, did a shogeg without any kavanah, Chayav, you still chayav a korban. And Shabbat, if you did it without any kavanah, you're not chayav any korban. If you do it without, without any intention, you're not chayav, without any thought, you're not having any, any korban. 
Now we're going to clarify what the case is. We have the two dots now. I'm aboard. Chomer Shabbat Misham Mitzvot. We said that Shabbat is stricter than the Mitzvot. Shei Shabbat Asashtayim Behel Mechad. On Shabbat, if you do two in one, one forgetting, Chayav HaKolachad Vechad. Mashem Gishon, which is not true by Shabbat Mitzvot. Hechidam, what's the case that they're talking about? If the case is that the guy did harvesting and grinding in one forgetting, the kamate and the flip case by Shamit's what would be Achal Where we say other mitzvah, you only can have one. What's the case? The guy ate chelav, mechelav, and he ate another thing of chelav in one forgetting. If so, the kavatein kavashvat. In the case by Shemad is that big kitzida he did harvesting. The kitzida he did another harvesting. He harvested one kazayit and he harvested a second kazayit. So or one goyet and another goyet. And if so, then in both Shabbat and other mitzvah, you both have one. So where's the strictness? You should only be stricter Shabbat than other mitzvah in this case. I don't see any of them. That can't be, either one can't be the case. Says the Gemara. Le'olam, really the case is going to be as follows. David the case is that you did a harvesting and a grinding. What's the case of the two other mitzvot that you're, that you're going to be chayav? Uh, only one. Abu Dazara. Talking about the case of Abu Dazara. Kidur Ami like Ravami. Dama Ravami. Ravami says, "Zibech v'kitet minisech." If a guy goes to an idol and does three things, he sacrifices to it, he brings incense to it, and he pours wine in front of it, and he didn't know it was asur, and then they tell him it's asur. Behel mechan one isur. You only bring one korban since he only bring one korban there. And in the same case, by Shabbat, you'll be chayav too. That's the strictness. The Gemara asks, What's the case? You're talking about the case of Avodah Zarah? It's not going to with the Seifa. It says the Seifa. It's stricter by other mitzvot. On other mitzvot, if you made a, a mistake without having in mind, you're chayav. But by Shabbat, you're patur. How do you have a case of Avadazara where you made a mistake and you had no kavana? If the guy thought, he thought he's in a shul and he realizes he's in a, a Buddhist temple and the guy starts pouring to Hashem and he realized doing Avadazara, he bowed down, right? The guy did, zero, did nothing wrong there, but also, so how can we say it's stricter in that case? That guy, even Avadazara, did nothing. Right? The guy does this. He walks into a place. He thinks he's in a shul. And he really says, no, Buddhist temple. He did nothing wrong. He's thinking about Hashem. Ella must be. So if you told me you're talking about Avodah it doesn't fit. If the case is the guy sees a idol like the king, looking like the king, and he bows down to it, 
In those days, they used to make they used to bow down to, to respect the king. There were some that were just respect, and some that were Abu Dazra. So what's the case? <coughs> Sorry. If he accepted the thing as a god, Mezidu is a Mezid. That can't be the case. If he is a god, it's nothing. It's just showing respect. Excuse me. Ella must be the case like this. The case is that he loves a friend. He loves his friend. Not much. He's scared from somebody. Yanni, the guy, you, you did you bowed down because you because you loved him. You don't really believe in it, but because you love a guy, because you if you're scared of somebody, you bow down. If that's the case, who says that case, and therefore, if you do shogeg, you have to bring a korban. But according to Rava, the Amar Patur, who says you're Patur. What's he going to say in this case? Ella must be what could be, that's not going to fit. If we're saying Ella doesn't fit. Ella, Baumer Mutar, must be the cases that the guy thought that it's Mutar do Avadazara. So if so, so what's the case of Shabbat and Patul Gami? But that can't be the case either because on Shabbat we're looking for a case where you can have one. And on Shabbat, if you thought it was Mutar, it's Mutar the Gabri. So it's not going to be the goal. It's not going to be must be the cases in the ratio we're talking with comparing to Abu Dazara. The Seifa and the end of the king. What's the case that you had a mistake and you didn't remember? You didn't realize what you're doing on other mitzvot. The Savu and the Shumanu, he thought it was kosher fat. He ate it. So therefore, this is a long, long, long proof of Ravah. And Ravah is coming to tell you, you see that I'm right, that when you touch the light bulb, even though you, when you intended to do the one that's not connected and you press the one that's connected, or in the case of the Gemara, you intended to cut a detached cucumber and you touch a, de, uh, a detached cucumber and you touch an attached cucumber. In that case, you see that you should be, you should be patur. Therefore, you have a proof from this right that you're patur. Because you see, Bashabai, you only have one. The Abaya, okay, we'll leave Abaya for tomorrow. So, we're now leaving over the top of Abaya. Okay, Abaya, sure, guys. Okay. How do you get there? We, how do you get to where he was from all this, these proofs? They don't, they don't have any connection to this case. Okay, so what he did was as follows what he said was, he says, Listen, this, this long case, there's a big long writer, and we're trying to figure out what the case was working. There's one case we said is stricter by Shabbat, and there's one case stricter in Shah Mitzvah. Now, the case that was stricter by Shabbat could only work out if it's Abu Dazdala. Okay? Now, we had thought 
that if the first case, the case strictly of Shabbat was Avodazara, then the flip case should also be Avodazara. But we saw that that didn't work out because none of the cases of Avodazara were working out that it could be stricter. Okay? We tried this one, you walked into the shul like this, you walked to the, you told it was Mutan, you told it was the king. We tried five different cases, none of them were working out and fitting with the, with the Gemara. So we must end off, we said, that the case in the ratio was Avodazara, was we're comparing Shabbat to Avodazara. And the case of the Sefer was we're comparing uh, Shabbat to other mitzvot. So in the Sefer, when we comparing Shabbat to other mitzvot, what are we saying? What we're really saying is that when it comes to Shabbat and Shar mitzvot, on Shabbat, let's just get a hold. Let me get it. Hold on. on Shabbat, you don't have intentions. 